Hey, what is up, everyone? Uh, it's here. Uh, college football season's here. The excitement's here. The The buildup is over. It's time to play the game. Some of the games have already been played. Like, it's just the crazy time of year. So this is the Jeff Need Sports College Football Playoff Rankings reveal. So just I'm going to give – I'm just going to – Put this out there in the open. It'll send, hopefully it'll save me a lot of arguments through the season. Uh, if not, you know, this, this is all I can do. So essentially this is what I do. This is my playoff rankings based on what I think the playoff rankings will look like when that time comes, when the season is over, when it's all said and done. This is what I think. This is not my top 25 like the AP does. This is not the top 25, which the coaches poll does. This is none of that. This isn't for TV ratings. This isn't for any of that. This is so basically what I factor in, I factor in, you know, the team talent, of course, you know, I factor in, you know, the strength of conference. I factor in, I factor in their schedule, which is huge in college football. We, you know, we, we want to resist that, you know, a lot of a lot of polls will have teams up there, you know, one and two in the polls. But that looks great, you know, on ABC Saturday night. But it's not realistic that teams that play each other will finish next to each other in the polls. That's 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 silly thinking. So I throw that out. So what I basically do is put the burden on myself to pick winners. I look at the schedule. You know, for instance, we know the SEC is tight. Let's say, uh, you know, you have Alabama, Florida, Georgia. You know, they're all right there. There's like it's a to me it's a cop out to rank them you know whatever three four five one two three whatever you want to rank them no look at the schedule pick a winner so you got pick a winner between these teams so that's what that's essentially what I do so this is what you know I think my rankings look like and the the best combination you can have as as of now in the last you know 10, 20 years of college football best combination you can have is a really good team and a winnable schedule. So, you know, that factors into it. It's ridiculous to – yes, of course we know there's been really good teams that are better than teams getting the playoffs. That's 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 fine. You know, you can do your own rankings of what you think the actual best teams are, but these these rankings are what I, my realistic playoff – think of it this way. Think of it like if we're running a marathon, who has the best chance of, of, of winning, you know – at the end, not who's the fastest in the beginning, who who not who's who has a spurt in the middle. This is the overall ending point. So that's what this is. So my criteria is essentially talent, schedule, you know, uh, and 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 also what the polls vote. Like that that matters. It shouldn't. I can't stand preseason polls, but the fact that matters, they do them. So I got to take the coaches poll in. I got to take the AP, AP poll in. And you really got to look at it and think, okay, this is where they already think these teams are. And I, you know, like I did a show the other night, somehow you got to overcome that. And how do you overcome that? But it's, it, it is, it's, it's really tough. It's really tough. If they don't set you up in the beginning, like it's, it's a struggle to get there. Um, so, yes, John, I'm live again, buddy. So, so here we go. So, anybody listening, that's how I set it up. Please, anybody that has questions, hit me up on Twitter, at jhunt006. Hit me up on Facebook, Jeff Needs Sports. We can talk about this. Go to authorballnetwork.com, and we, we can discuss things. This is not a who beats who on any given Saturday. This is a realistic look at who I think is in the driver's seat for the college football playoff. So we're going to start at 16 without further ado, so to speak, in the business. Um, I have Iowa. 
you know, out of the Big Ten. Iowa, you know, they're they're overlooked. You don't really think about them. The Big Ten played a weird short schedule last year, so they're not on a radar. But the fact is, they had a they had a couple weird games at the beginning of last season. A lot of teams did because of the circumstances. Uh, the last four to five games of Iowa season, they played really well. They played as a team. Iowa's one of these teams that they they fall under that line. They don't have a lot of, you know, we'll call them two and duns in, you know, college football, maybe three and duns. They don't have a lot of those. So they bring a lot of guys back. They got a great running back coming back. They got an accomplished season quarterback coming back. That's a great combination. Defense played great. They know what they're going to do. Like, that's the thing about Iowa. They know what they're going to do. They know what their plan is. They're going to execute. Um, and if you're not if you're not ready, if you're unsure, Iowa's going to take advantage of it. I got them at 16. Essentially this, Iowa has Iowa State. As soon as, if, they, if they can beat Iowa State, you know, that, that's the launching pad, uh, which all these teams need. I should have included that in my criteria. They get the launching pad. They beat Iowa State. They got to go through the season. They don't have to face – you know, Ohio State, who's, you know, we assume will be one of the best teams in the country till the end. They beat them, they're in. Fact, fact matters, if you're in one of the major five conferences, you go undefeated, you got a really good chance. So Iowa at 16. 15, I got Notre Dame. They got the name. So they're going to get the benefit of the doubt. They're a two-time playoff, three-time? Two-time playoff team. Uh, I, don't, I don't care what they did. They still made it there. They deserved to make it there last year. They looked really good. They beat Clemson. They have a ton of question marks. But the fact of the matter is, um, you know, if they beat Indiana, if they beat Indiana and Cincinnati, then everybody's like, okay, the questions are answered. Here we go. What can Notre Dame do? They got a really, really good schedule. Um, they've every other game they play a good team. So they've got multiple launching pads. They've got a seasoned quarterback, you know, you know, cones coming in from Wisconsin. Uh, it doesn't matter what he is. He's, 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 you know, he's got a name recognition there. We talk about the preseason polls. We talk, you know, that's that that's how these things work. Notre Dame at 15 feels comfortable. Do I do I think they're going to wind up being the 15th best team in the country? No. But as of right now, I know if they go undefeated, they've got a really, really excellent chance of making the playoffs because that means they're going to knock off a Big Ten team. They're going to knock off Cincinnati and they're going to knock off USC. That's the important thing about Notre Dame. If they go undefeated, they eliminate three teams in their path and they play a you know, that partial ACC schedule of Florida state. Everybody's going to watch it's Sunday night, week one of the season. doesn't matter how bad Florida state is. It goes in people's minds. And the fact the human element is still real. So Notre Dame absolutely has a chance if, you know, if they can do it, they're one of those teams. LSU is it. I got them at 13. Coming out of the SEC, super tough schedule. Obviously they got to go through Alabama, Florida, you know, that that's just that, that they've got a really tough schedule. But so first of all, LSU, if they go undefeated, they're in. So they're, you know, SEC teams, if if they go undefeated, they're in. That, that's for sure. But I really liked what I saw out of them late in the year. I mean, everybody remembers the weird <laughs> the shoe game, the upset of Florida and all that. But I do think they got a lot better. They had a a tough roster last year with kids sitting out after that miraculous season. Everybody kind of took a season off. Um you know, Derek Stingley Jr. is going to be one of the best players in the country at this point. I think they've the, the quarterback situation is tough. You know, their starter went down. They're kind of scrambling. But the fact of the matter is, I think they're a 
physically good team. I think the defense is going to be much, much better this year. And once again, if they go undefeated, they're absolutely in. Um, you know, UCLA went in big in week zero over Hawaii. It didn't matter. Eyeballs were on it. So now all the attention is on UCLA. They've got a little momentum. If LSU can squash UCLA, now they've got that l- little bit of a launching pad, and then all they got to do is win out. I know that's easy to say, but that's how this works. 12, Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati has all the momentum from last year. A lot of people argued they should have been in the playoff. Of course, we know they shouldn't. But this year they do have IU, Indiana University, or, and um, Notre Dame on their schedule. If they can knock those two off, then they've got you know then they've got their conference schedule that they can go through. But that conference is a little more respect. Um, it's one of these things. People kind of now we've you know we've got the momentum of expanding the playoffs. So you know now is the time for Cincinnati to strike. You know, they're going to get all the credit in the world this year for people to say, wait a minute. And they went toe-to-toe with Georgia last year. Basically the same Georgia team coming back this year that I have later in the thing. Uh, So Luke Fickle is, you know, he's one of the hottest coaches in the nation. The talk is like, what's Cincinnati going to do, you know, once all these uh, conferences combine and figure out what they're, you know, all these things. So they're just, they're just the hot name. They obviously they have to go undefeated. There's no question about it. It doesn't matter what anybody else does since he has to go undefeated, but Cincinnati goes undefeated. They've put themselves in the argument of regardless the top five to six teams in the country. So now we're down to a debate and now we're looking at it. Once again, they'll have Indiana and they'll have Notre Dame on the schedule. That means they've eliminated Indiana. They've eliminated Notre Dame. There we go. So number 11, I've got Oregon. Here, here's the thing about Oregon. Uh, they get a lot of credit because the preseason polls have them up higher. I'm always a firm believer the preseason polls are based on television ratings. I'll tell you that straight up. I think Oregon is ranked way higher because they play Ohio State week two. I know they have a good defense coming back, but I think it's exaggerated. It, it's rare to have a team with such questions at starting quarterback come in and they get the 11th ranking in the country after coming off a season that was so-so. Um, but the fact of the matter is they get that 11th spot. All they, they the, here's, the, here's the thing with Oregon. They have to beat Ohio State, and then, then the path is set. That, that, that's all that matters. They, they have to beat a high state week two, and then they can figure it out. So regardless of whether they're ranked 25th, 11th, you know, 100th, doesn't matter. They beat a high state, and now they get the path in front of them because they get to knock off USC. They get to win their conference. I think the Pac-12 has to go undefeated to get in the playoffs. I'm pretty sure of that, depending on how well it goes. Once again, UCLA, UCLA knocks off LSU. I think Arizona State's going to be really good. I think they can. They, I, I hope they sneak into my sixteen, my Super sixteen by the end of the season. I don't know yet, but here, but we'll, we'll wait and see. But as of now, I've got Oregon at eleven, and keep. I keep reminding you, this is like their starting blocks. Uh, this is not how good I think they are, but you know, unfortunately, I don't get to make all the decisions. At ten, I got Florida. It's as simple as this. I think Florida is better than most people do. I think that. The next quarterback, uh, Henry, is really good. Um, I, I I like what I saw the last year. I don't think last year was a fluke. I don't I don't think that that was like oh wait you know things went this way things went that way. I think they're a really good team. They got a ton of athletes. Just when you watch them run around, like college football, like don't 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 overcomplicate it. Um, 
you know, sometimes just faster players, bigger, stronger players, recruits make the difference. I think Florida has those. And I think they're also in the position, once again, if Florida goes undefeated, their schedule is going to look amazing. They're going to have, you know, LSU. They're going to have Georgia. Obviously, they're going to have Alabama if they get there. <laughs> and they're going to have, I believe, you know, I can't – that I believe have Miami on the schedule this year, possibly Florida State. I can't remember if they're doing the, the Florida Cup this year. Regardless, let's just put it this way. Florida goes undefeated during the playoffs. It's as simple as that. I've said it already about the SEC. You know, we're beating a dead horse. Now here, moving on, number nine, Iowa State Cyclones. This is interesting because this is all – this is all based on perception. This is all based on what happened last year. Most – Iowa State – had a great defense last year in their league. Um, they've they've got a starting quarterback coming back in Brock Purdy. Um, they've got a great running back, you know, coming back in Brees. So they they have everything you need to come back. Now, normally we don't fall in love with these teams that win close games or low scoring games, but just the way Iowa state did it, you couldn't beat them. They're getting a huge benefit of the doubt this year by the media, which is fine. And once again, they get to play Oklahoma. That's it. It's all they have. If they beat Iowa, if they beat Iowa early, then they got Oklahoma schedule. They beat Oklahoma. It's another one of those, like go undefeated. You're in. If Iowa state goes undefeated, they're in because they eliminate Oklahoma who everybody considers a playoff team. So that's why Iowa State's up here. Do I think that Iowa State is better than, you know, every every other team on this? Not necessarily. But that this is not this is not how they do it. We all know this. So Iowa State at number nine. Number eight, Wisconsin. I know this is this is the one that I don't even like, but it's the truth. And this falls this is as simple as this with their schedule. They're going to have Penn State week one. So as soon as they Penn State gets a ton of credit, a lot of people think they should be on this list. I, I don't, obviously. Once again, I said I picked teams. I could have took the easy way out and put, you know, Wisconsin 8, Penn State 10, or Penn State 8, Wisconsin 10. That's ridiculous. I think Wisconsin is going to win that game. I think – I think Wirtz is the quarterback that we saw early in last year, and then things went kind of sideways on him. I, I think Wisconsin's a, a good ball club. They know what they they know what they want. They're like Iowa. They know what they want to do. They're going to do it. Can you stop them? So here 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 it lays out for Wisconsin. They don't have a high state in the regular season. Uh, they go on. They beat Penn State early. They got Notre Dame on the schedule, so they already took out Notre Dame. So that means they took out somebody that they don't have to worry about. So they go undefeated, Big Ten championship, beat Ohio State, they're in the playoffs. But th- th- and that's that's how these things go. And I know it's that easy to say because there's a lot of teams in the Big Ten that you're like, well, if they go undefeated, they're in. But I also have to believe they will, they could go undefeated. So I got Wisconsin eight because I think I think they're in a little better position than like say Iowa State having to win a you know a tough game. So. That that's it. So number seven, North Carolina. Uh, it it boils down to this. I, I don't know. North Carolina has a. a North Carolina is probably underrated nationally. Um, the the Clemson cloud is just there. It's like they're in the same conference as Clemson. So obviously, I haven't said Clemson's name yet. So if I think Clemson's really really good, 
I know, I know for a fact, like I'm, I believe this in my heart and I'll go down swinging Two ACC teams aren't getting into the playoffs. So therefore if I've got Clemson above North Carolina right now, there's no way that I can have, I can't, once again, I can't have North Carolina and Clemson two and three. So I've got North Carolina way up there. They've got maybe the best quarterback in the country. Now, Here's the thing about Sam Howe being the best quarterback in the country. Everybody's going to keep saying that. He might be – He, they should say he's the best NFL prospect in the country because on a college field, Sam Howe may not be the best quarterback in the country. Um, you know, Bryce Young could be, you know, C.J. Stroud could be, you know, from these offenses that run a little bit different. But he's absolutely one of the best quarterbacks in the country, might be the best NFL talent in the country. And I think that team, the defense is better they, uh, coming back than probably we think that we think about, you know, because of Sam Howe. So I've got North Carolina at seven, which there's no disrespect to having a team at seventh. Um, I think they've got a really good chance. They upset Clemson, they're in. That's it. They don't have to play them in the regular season. You know, they, they, all, but here's the thing about North Carolina not a super tough schedule. So essentially, they got to go undefeated and beat Clemson, which they don't. There's no, there's no room for error there, like these SEC teams have, and possibly even Ohio State could probably take a one loss. And with you know Penn State, Wisconsin, and all these things, I don't think North Carolina has a loss and, and can still make it. So that's why they're at seven. Number six, Georgia. I, I really pondered this. Uh, I wanted to, I wanted to put Georgia lower, but then you know I just kept taking the info. And, and listening to everybody, and I'm like, you know, Georgia's got the argument. I, I I remember watching them play last year, and I loved them. They just it was the quarterback play. Where where this is number six, Georgia's all assumed that JT Daniels is healthy, ready to go. You know, starting quarterback. If not, it's it. it none of this matters. Like they're not going to beat Florida. They're not going to beat Alabama. They might not beat. They're probably if say it would come to LSU, like. There's no else like none of that's going to happen of JT Daniels. So this is this team is probably most quarterback dependent of all the teams, which is crazy because they're a defensive team. They're one of the best defensive teams in the country last year, and definitely one of the best defensive teams in the country this year. They're so quarterback dependent; it's crazy. But I can't ignore that for what four or five years in a row they've had one of the best you know recruiting classes. So it, it's I I can't. It is what it is. At some point, these these guys are going to show up. And if last year was a normal year and things go the right way, who knows what would have happened. So I got Georgia at six. It's That was probably my biggest debate is what to do with Georgia. Uh, these SEC schools are hard because when you look at the schedules, you're like, wow, how do you not lose a game? You could be really good and still lose a game. It, it is what it is, SEC. Nothing nothing I can, <laughs> nothing I can uh, tell you. I'm sorry, guys. We had a we had a few uh, listeners here making me laugh. Um, my buddy John Savidez. Yes, yes, John. Let's go, Ohio State. Um, number five. This is this is the most controversial one on my entire list. I've had a lot of conversations about it this week. It is what it is. I've got the USC Trojans. Yes, uh, if you're listening, I, that's what I said. Here's the thing. The, the the schedule I think they're a better team than people think I think Slovis is a you know we talked about the pattern like we talked about the uh, formula here I'm sorry you got a quarterback the schedule and all that USC has all that um 
that if Slovis is really good, you know, they're going to get the, they're going to get to beat Oregon. They're going to get to beat Notre Dame. You're going to knock these teams off. And they're, the Pac-12 is not super strong. I just, I really think that USC, like just towards the end of the year, like the athletes were showing up. They didn't lose a ton to the NFL. <laughs> um, I just, there's something to, once again, these are playoff odds. I think this is just, you know, the let's look, everybody think of it this way. The easiest path to the playoffs. That's what college football is about. We all know that. There's no, like, if it wasn't that, nobody would have even for a second said BYU or Coastal Carolina had any reason to even talk about it last year. This is about the easiest path, not about the best team. And I just think that USC is just, they're kind of like a lot of the Notre Dame teams. They're just lined up. Their schedule's just tough enough, and their team's just good enough. They remind me a lot of last year's Notre Dame team, like a lot. You know, they've they've got the quarterback that's going to the NFL and can win while he's doing it. Um, I really, I, I just, I, I really think that. And for the, for the record, go listen to Jay Stevens' podcast. He he likes USC as much as me. We might be the only two guys in the country. Um, it is what it is. Number four, uh, you guys have heard of these this team, Alabama. I know you're saying number four. They beat the they beat the brakes off Ohio State to win national championship last year. No argument there. Here's what it is. They play in the SEC. Alabama has a better chance to lose a game than my next three teams. That's simply it. I think Bryce Young will be fine. I think that. I, I, everybody they lost in the NFL draft, we replaced. Saban has done that year after year, athletes after athletes after athletes, just like we talked about Georgia. You know, that's what the recruiting classes are for. I simply just think that Alabama has more hurdles or stumbling blocks or whatever cliche you want to use that they can accidentally lose a game because of injury. You know, Alabama's won national championships with backup quarterbacks. That That's how good they are. And so, you know, a team like Ole Miss may just out of nowhere knock them off like they, you know, they have several years ago. That doesn't mean they're worse than any team on here. It just means that schedule's rough uh, for Al- for Alabama to go undefeated this year. Is is whoever goes on? If anybody would go undefeated in the SEC, they ap- they're going to the playoffs one seed. I don't even want to talk about it. They may not even have to. They might might just give them the trophy. But I got Alabama at four just just based on. Strength of schedule, and they do have a you know Bryce Young is a this is his first you know year at starting quarterback so to speak so you know there's I suppose that's a slight knock I don't know what to do uh, Saban <laughs> Saban's running a machine down there for sure number three Ohio State and this is simply Ohio State's uber talented you know the recruiting classes you know we just talked about it uh, C.J. Stroud first time starting quarterback you know he got the nod what I what I Put them at three because their schedule is much easier than Alabama's schedule. Do I think Ohio State can lose a game? I absolutely do. Do I? I'm not sure if they can lose a game and still get in the playoffs, but I know they're on the cusp. Uh, you know, obviously, you know it's one of these things. This is where you start talking about they need to beat Oregon. Oregon needs to do good. Blah 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 blah. And so, it, it, it's just one of those things. But that's that. That's how the cookie crumbles. Ohio State's schedule is not super tough. If I think Iowa's as good as they are, you know, if that's who we, you know, we, I said we, I apologize. Uh, we're close to uh, Buckeye kickoff. If they 
uh, beat Iowa in the championship game. You know, I think Iowa's going to be a good team. I think Ohio State's really talented. I think their defense is going to be a little better. I don't think it has to be perfect to win the Big Ten, and I don't think it has to be perfect to beat Oregon. But, you know, it, the the truth is that it's there. If Stroud's just fine, you know, we, we I think we get too hung up on these quarterbacks to where – you know, oh, wait, they got a new quarterback. Well, most college teams get a new quarterback because if you're really good, you're not there very long. And, you know, the most you're going to be there is a couple years. So I'm not too hung up on on Stroud as a first-time, you know, first-game quarterback. And, you know, the, the backups are pretty good. The, the running backs, they're four deep. You know, they might be able to fight through a game. Uh, defensive line is is looks really good this year. It's all about the secondary, but the fact of the matter is – High state schedule isn't super tough, so it should all be laid out for them to to be the number uh, three seed in the playoffs. Number two, Clemson. It's simply this, guys. Um, DJ Uelalega. Uh, I'm. I apologize, DJ. I apologize every time I say your name. Um, I'm from Ohio. Uh, it's not natural to me, but anyway, he got enough time last year that he's not even a. And he had got some real time, you know, the Notre Dame, like some real time last year on a on a playoff team. So he's got that out of the way. Clemson's defense, they roll, I think it's nine guys back. They're going to be really good. Even though they got blasted, you know, versus High State in the playoffs, blasted versus LSU, they're still good. They're veterans. Their schedule's not – they basically have to – they have to beat Georgia. That's it. So which essentially what I'm saying with this, you know, with my – 16, Clemson has to beat Georgia, or Georgia has to beat Clemson. Whoever wins that game is on the launching pad. Obviously, I've picked Clemson because I've got Clemson at two. I think they beat Georgia. The rest of their schedule, they're going to be favored every game. They're going to have maybe UNC in the championship game. You know, I think they win that. If they, here's what I'm saying if they beat Georgia, they go undefeated in the championship game. I think they're a better team than North Carolina, if that makes sense. So I got Clemson at two. Um, you know, as much as I dislike some of the <laughs> some of the things Dabo does, he's got the he's got the train rolling. So I got Clemson too. Number one, Oklahoma. Uh, the returning quarterback looks great. Rattler looks looked great. It's it's hard to get the taste of that you know bowl game out of your mouth when they look like the best team in the country. They had missteps early last year. I honestly thought the last five games of last season they looked like a better team than probably Notre Dame and Ohio State they probably should have gotten the playoffs they didn't you know losing's losing I, I don't know what to tell you uh defense is the best the defense they have coming back is the best they've had in a long time so it, if they can play a little defense they're going to get a chance to you know I, it, it's tough because also their schedule isn't great uh you know it's it doesn't it's not a murderer's row or anything like that they'll get you know people will be like cool they beat texas and things like that iowa state's huge you know they've got a whoop i think they have to I, basically i think their schedule boils down they have to whoop iowa state they they have the most i i would say like when vegas you know if you really looked at the vegas line they probably have them the best odds of going undefeated you know based on their schedule they'll, they'll be favored in every game uh, and they're going to be a really, really good team. So at the end of the day, I got Oklahoma as number one right now. Obviously, after this weekend, 
either Miami is going to lose or Alabama is going to lose in a couple of weeks. Oregon's going to lose or Ohio State's going to lose. Uh, Wisconsin's going to lose or Penn State's going to lose. I know Penn State's not in there, but what I'm saying is Iowa, Iowa State are going to play. These things are going to change rapidly. But this is how I see my uh, Super 16 as of right now. I want to thank everybody for watching. I want to thank everybody for listening. I'm going to try and do this every week. You know, we got a lot going on at Off the Ball Network right now as far as content. But um, this is how I see it. This is my playoff rankings. Uh, this isn't this isn't for TV ratings. This isn't for um, you know water cooler talk. This is what I what I really think. You know, the odds are going into the season, and I'll stand by it. So thanks everybody. Check out Jeffney Sports. Anywhere you get your podcast, check out offtheballnetwork.com. We got a lot of great stuff going on there. Find me at AJHunt006 on Twitter, and I'm out. Have a great week, everyone.